Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And we are back. Rosemary Ellen Guiley joining us, author of Dream Work for Visionary Living, Talking to the Dead. She wrote that with me, Encyclopedia of Dreams, and so many more. Rosemary, thanks for joining us uh, under this uh, quickly late time preparation here we put together. Well, always a pleasure, George. And what better time to talk about dreams in the middle of the night? I know. It's perfect. On my end. Perfect. Everybody dreams. Not everybody remembers their dreams. How come? Well, we all have uh, different natural ways of recalling dreams. And some people are very prolific uh, in, in their dream recall, and, and other people really struggle to remember. Uh, things like uh, being interrupted during the sleep cycle, our diet, medications, stress. Uh, all of these can have an impact on our ability to recall dreams. There are ways that we can train ourselves to remember more of our dreams, but again, it's um, it varies considerably by individual. And and with these dreams, I mean, sometimes I've had dreams where I, you know I wake up and I go, "Whoa, was that real?" And then it, you realize, no, it was a dream. I mean, some dreams are so lifelike, aren't they? They are. They're very intense. And uh, the lucid dreams are very much uh, like that, and that's uh, thinking you're awake while you're dreaming. And uh, many dreams have the uh, quality of, of feeling very realistic. You can touch things. You, you feel like you're in waking life instead of uh, dreaming. And uh, I think some of these dreams are actual experiences, maybe in an alternate reality uh, or the astral plane, and others, I think, are just intense dreams for a variety of reasons, usually emotional ones. When we first met years ago uh, on my local St. Louis show at the time, The Nighthawk, we talked about uh, the book uh, Dictionary of Encyclopedia of Dreams, uh, which you cataloged so many different kinds of dreams We'll take phone calls next hour and help some people out. Um, when you started doing this, what got you into the dream state? Why, why did you research this? I got interested in dreams very early in life uh, through psychic experiences, my own and in my family. But in particular, my mother had a lot of precognitive dreams. Uh, many of them were unpleasant because they dealt with um, accidents and deaths that were uh, about to happen to people she knew. Uh, but when uh, she started talking to me about these dreams, I was an adolescent then, and I was just fascinated by the idea that we could uh, dream a future reality that was going to come to pass. So I started studying about dreams and paying attention to them. I started experimenting with my own dreams because I read that uh, you could actually send messages to people and get messages. You could go out of body in dreams. And I had enough success with uh, these dream exercises at night and with friends uh, that it convinced me that dreams are uh, one, one of the most uh, important states of consciousness we can be in. We spend a, a, about a third of our lives sleeping and a good part of that time dreaming. And what are we doing uh, during that time? We are having experiences that are meaningful to us in waking life. 
Uh, let's go through the various categories of dreams again and uh, talk specifically about what they are generally. How many different kinds of dreams are there out there? Well, many of our dreams are anxiety dreams, and that stands to reason because um, the dream, the dreaming mind does a lot of processing while we sleep, and we, uh, we take our stresses and uh, concerns in, into the dream state. So many dreams reflect that, and that's uh, a mirror that tells us uh, how we feel we're doing in life. So dreams like falling, having your teeth fall out, being uh, naked in public, uh, having the wrong clothes on at an event. Uh, they're very common stress and anxiety dreams, and people have those quite frequently, and they tend to mean the same things to uh, broad numbers of people, uh, whereas other dreams are highly unique to the individual. They incorporate a lot of general and, and uh, widely understood symbols, but they put them together in a unique and personal way for a message for the dreamer. You mentioned lucid dreaming, and that, of course, is the ability to realize that you're in a dream. You can change the outcome of that dream, can't you? Many people can. Uh, for some people, as soon as they realize that uh, they're, uh, they're in a lucid dream, they lose the lucidity. Um, typically, uh, in a lucid dream, uh, you can do things like levitate uh, or fly or... or um, transport yourself to a place that you want to be. You have volition in the dream. You're not a passive uh, a participant in the dream, but you're directing the dream. Many researchers feel that lucid dreaming is a particular state of consciousness that awakens dormant potential in the brain for creativity and even healing. And uh, I do believe that um, in general, the human capacity to dream lucidly uh, is one of our evolutionary tracks and will increase uh, as we develop. I've used dreams to accomplish all kinds of things, Rosemary, and what I do, my technique, and tell me if I'm right, seems to be working for me. You know, I'll, I'll go to sleep, but right before I go to sleep, I'm thinking of the project or the thing I want to accomplish or the individual that I want to, you know, notify or get involved and, and, you know, get them to understand what I'm working on. And so I go to sleep thinking about that, and lo and behold, nine out of ten times, it works. It really does, George, and uh, I have um, been teaching techniques like that to people for, for years, proactive dreaming. Uh, amazing things can be accomplished by setting intentions before we go to sleep to have our dreaming mind do a lot of work for us. And I've used those techniques just like you myself for years about my book projects and uh, things that I want to accomplish. Um, dreams go beyond time and space. So uh, they're uh, uh, like a radar beam that sweep, sweeps the future, you know, things that are going to be happening for us. Um, ideas that uh, they help us uh, make decisions. Uh, we get um, uh, you know clear guidance in dreams, and uh, the more we pay attention to dreams and do exactly that, set some intention before we go to sleep, the more our dreams actually work for us. My other favorite dreams are precognitive dreams, the ability to foresee things in the future. How many people have this capability? It's really not known, but I would suspect that. Um, most people have 
precognitive dreams throughout their lives, and they're about personal issues rather than big things that are happening in the news headlines. And uh, a small number of individuals uh, dream precognitively regularly. Uh, we just simply don't know what the percentage is. But I think we all have the capability. Uh, everyone ca- can uh, tell a dream story about uh, how they dream something that then actually happened. When we have major events in the headlines, uh, that's when a lot of stories really come out uh, about natural disasters, hurricanes, uh, tidal waves, uh, 9-11, uh, terrorist attacks, um, major events that affect large numbers of people. It seems that en masse, we start tuning into those events shaping up before they actually happen. Dream, such a powerful event. Uh, they're, they're there to help us. Are they, are they also there? Can they hurt us? Uh, I'm not quite sure what you mean, uh, how they hurt Well, well we know how they help us, but, I mean, could, there, could something happen in a dream that could hurt you? Could you die in a dream, for example? Well, there is an a old folklore that says if, if uh, you dream of yourself, um, see, like seeing yourself dead or you die in a dream, it, it um, portends your, your own death, and uh, that is not true, because uh, death in a dream is often symbolic. It's about something that needs to come to an end in life. But from a paranormal perspective, there is another uh, type of dream called dream invasion. Uh, And these uh, happen to people who have uh, negative spirit attachments, uh, or they're uh, living in a very unpleasantly haunted uh, location. And certain um, entities have the capability of invading people's dreams and causing nightmares. What is REM sleep time? Well, that's rapid eye movement. And uh, we do dream uh, in rapid eye movement stages. Um, we go through uh, a number of stages when we sleep and dream. We uh, go into alpha and um, uh, delta is actually the deepest stage of sleep, and it's a dreamless stage. And we're more likely to be dreaming in these other lighter stages of sleep. We do also dream in non-REM. These uh, things have been documented in laboratory studies, and there there are uh, differences in uh, these types of dreams. Some dreams tend to be more active, have a lot of colors and vivid qualities to them, uh, and uh, other dreams uh, in other stages of sleep might be more fragmentary, um, more difficult to, um, you know, remember in any detail. And here again, a lot depends on the individual. Can you, can you heal uh, someone or yourself in a dream? There are many cases documented in the literature, the dream literature and in the medical literature, where people uh, say that they have been healed in their dream state. Uh, Cases where uh, individuals have uh, been facing even um, serious or catastrophic illness, and they, uh, they have a dream experience where usually a spiritual figure of some sort, like an angel or a religious figure, um, comes into their presence and brings this light and healing energy, and they experience themselves being healed in the dream. And uh, then uh, in, later in the waking state, uh, then there are cases where people uh, have been medically documented to be uh, free of their condition. 
I've always wondered if governments have, because uh, we do know they had a psychic remote viewing spy network, if they have people who do nothing but dream to try to enter somebody else's dream, maybe to do harm, maybe to get information. But do you think the government is involved in that? I would have to think so, George. I would be very surprised if not, because uh, the ability to manipulate dreams has been known since ancient times. And um, these old techniques called dream sending uh, are all about uh, sending information or influence or a message to people while they sleep, because it has been believed since ancient times that that's when many people are more receptive. So in ancient times, people called upon the gods and spirits to be the message bearers, to take certain messages to people, and uh, today we just do it more directly. But if you want to try and influence someone, uh, uh, trying to uh, approach them uh, through dreams would be one of those ways. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.